Curtin Cade Mornings, not just on the radio. It's a podcast, too. Well, we did it. We opened up the phone lines, and you showed up with your stories. Man, it doesn't get any better than that. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your paths straight. We ask you to call in and share a story of, of these verses and how they have played a role in your life. And as usual, Kate, our listeners brought the heat. Yes, and they talked about the life-changing events, that, and they shared it, and it was so gracious of them, because I know they touched me. I'm sure they did others. Oh, man. I was looking forward to this conversation, mm-hmm. and I was not disappointed. Bringing glory to God and encouragement to each and every one of us. Here's the deal. Many times trusting God is something we just talk about. We remind each other that we need to do. We underline it in our Bibles and stuff. But how it plays out in our lives, you know, can be, I don't know. Sometimes we don't really think about these verses, even though we love them, until we are faced with a situation where we really do need to trust in the Lord. You know, all of the Plan B, C, on down the line, all the way to Z. Those plans have gone away. And suddenly plan A is, Lord, if you don't show up, then nothing's going to happen. I am trusting you completely. And by the way, Lord, please help me not to lean on my own understanding. Lord, I know that you give me wisdom, and I'm grateful for it. But it's really easy for me to get off track And if I follow my heart, my heart in some ways can be deceptive. And if you're going to follow Jesus, you know this, guys, if you've been following Jesus any amount of time at all, there is what's called the upside-down economy of God's kingdom. The first will be last. If you want to save your life, you need to lose it. You need to die to live. These ideas are just the way that God does things. And so, leaning on our own understanding, we need to let go of that. Yep. And we need to trust that the Lord will guide us. When we need to know what we need to know to take the next step, we're going to know it then. And maybe not until then, because the Lord is like, I'm going to develop your faith. And that is a part of trusting in the Lord. So, whatever the story is in your life, let's see what this looks like in sharing our God stories. You... We're trusting in the Lord with all of your heart, and you found out maybe the hard way. You don't need to lean on your own understanding. Following Jesus does not always make sense in the common sense sense of the word. And you learned that, and you were in a situation where you were really tempted to figure this thing out. You had to dial in. Uh, how did that go for you? <laughs> Maybe the Lord was trying to teach you that you needed to trust in him instead of run ahead of him or lag behind for that matter. In all your ways, acknowledge him. That means that in everything that we do, we acknowledge the Lord in the choices that we make, in the things that we say, uh, in the places that we go, and the time that we spend connecting with Jesus each and every day. Don't ever cut corners on that, follower of Jesus. You know what happens, right? If you show up every day, you've got the Word of God with you, and you set aside that time to be in His presence, it feeds your soul, it refreshes you, 
It encourages you. You don't have to go looking for the Lord when something happens in your life and you need to trust in him and you need help because you're right there. You've kept, uh, you know, short accounts with God, confessing your sins. We all need that, that grace and mercy every day of our lives, don't we? And so grateful for what it says in Lamentations 3, some other great verses, the Lord's compassions never fail. His mercies are new each and every morning. Great is his faithfulness, his faithfulness. When we are not faithful, he is always faithful to forgive us through the blood of Jesus. So acknowledging him as we live our lives. See, that's the other part of the verse here. As we acknowledge him, we walk in his ways imperfectly, yes, but integrity means confessing your sin, getting up, and moving on in the grace of God. That's what that is all about. Acknowledging him, Lord, handle this, Lord, handle that. He makes our paths straight. And sometimes, here's the economy of God again, the upside-down economy of God. Sometimes the straight path, your path is made straight, looks to you like a zigzag yeah, or a detour. But to God, it is a straight path. Our good friend Roberto kicks things off for us. Hey, Roberto, happy Thursday to you. Happy Thursday to you, uh, Kurt Couchet, for taking my call. About nine years ago, um, I came to Florida. I applied in two different companies uh, on the HBAC industry. Um, one of them, and they, uh, they gave me a test for 100 questions. I passed it, and they said, you hire. But it was a little, there was one thing that I didn't like too much. Uh, I discussed with my wife, I prayed about call a company. I said, thank you for the offer, but I think uh, I'm not going to take the uh, opportunity. So, And I did the same thing with the second company. Um, so I was over there working for a company. It was a nationwide um, corporation. So I came on to Florida. And uh, uh, at that time, I applied in one of the uh, centers over here. I got you know, with the same salary and so on. Mm-hmm. Anyway, long story short, uh, less, a little over three months or less than three months, I was without a job. Wow. So, yeah, we moved from New Jersey to Florida. So we were in that dilemma, you know, okay, what are we going to do? I called my ex-boss over there in Jersey. And he said, hey, come back uh, tomorrow. And, and just started the next day with the same, with the track and with the same salary, all the benefits and so on. So that was kind of tempting, you know. But my wife said, said something to me. Are you sure that that is God's will, that he wants you to go back over there? What about if when you go back over there, he said to you, well, didn't you ask me that you want to move out of the state? Uh, now what are you doing over here? So that made me ponder in my, in my brain. So long story short, we did not pack to heading back to New Jersey. We uh, decided to stay here in, in Florida. Trusting in the Lord. Um, so, long story short, um, um, I got hired by a company. Um, I, I I passed the test, and they said to me, uh, we will call you. So, it, it passed about three weeks, and nothing happened. My wife said to me, why don't you call the company? I said, I, I told my wife, they told me that they're going to call me. They're going to let me know. My wife insists. What about they forgot about? And uh, I said, but well, they told me that they're going to call me. So anyway, 
I went to the company with my wife, and I I, I check them out. I said, hey, I just want to know, what is, you know, uh, if you have any news about, you know, I passed the test and so on. He said, oh, I'm sorry, we forgot about. Yeah, I said, can you start it, you know, next week? I said, yes. So, <laughs> long story short, it's almost nine years that I've been with the, with this company on the HBAC industry, too. And, um, but I'll tell you, if, um, no, I, I don't handle the situation, you know, with um, very patiently and, you know, with uh, waiting on the Lord and, and every circumstance. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, we're human beings sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. when we're in the... Uh, so, but anyway, just want to share that <laughs> uh, it's well worth it. Thanks, Roberto. Wow, great. Blessings Thank to you. you. Look, he could have taken the safe route. Did mm -hmm. you notice that? Yeah. And yet it was his wife. Guys, you probably agree with me. Your wife, her voice can sometimes sound like the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Sometimes. <laughs> Not always, but yeah. sometimes. And, uh, and, and, and taking that extra step, too, of, okay, maybe I'll check back in with him. You see, the Spirit can lead you. It's, it's not being passive. Trusting in the Lord is not like, okay, well, I'm just going to sit here and do nothing. No, no, no. Number one, you invest in your walk with the Lord. And as you spend more time with Him, you trust Him more, right? And you are in a position to hear His voice clearly when He says, do this or do that. Yep. You will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. By the way, that's out of the book of Isaiah. Let's go to Venice next and Holly. Hey, Holly, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm great, and thank you for your program. I have to try to condense my story because I'm a very stubborn person, and <laughs> like most humans, they want to do things our own way, and that's how... I hate to say we're programmed. I see, I see that all the way back in the Garden of Eden, and it's hard to overcome that, and it's hard to define God's will versus your own and yeah. to listen to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. But I did go through a custody battle. It was really, uh, really a rough time. But the thing is, is that I listened to the courts. I listened to other humans, and that's my problem. I seek other humans, um, and, which God can send people into our path. I'm not saying he does it. But the point is, is that I listen to people more than God, and I really, I went to, a, you know, I went to the courts of the ungodly. I just drew it out and drew it out. I, I made myself, and I had two other children, and the custody battle was for a younger child. And the thing is, is that going through that, you know, first of all, I never should have married the person, but that's another story. But the point is, is that I could have made it right then by just trusting God. But instead, I went through the court system, and I drug my other kids through it, and it was just, I actually brought myself to such a low level, and I realized during that time that I destroyed my testimony. I mean, it was the worst thing I could have possibly done. And all that time, instead of following God, I didn't. And he even sent people into my path. I mean, people out of nowhere that come up and say that I feel God's leading me to pray for you. And I should have recognized that at the time that there's a time we have to wait. I mean, like the last caller said, there's times that we have to take a step and move forwards, but we have to know who to listen to and we have to know when to stay and when to move. And that's a big issue and just trusting and we're impatient in our society. And I just wanted to share that because now I do have a relationship, but I actually had to turn it all over to God. I gave up the custody of that one child. And it was really the hardest thing I ever did, but now I have a relationship with her, and I see that God was working. Mm 
all that time, and mm-hmm. I should have let it go then, and I didn't. So hard, yeah. But, but look how the Lord has a way of, well, let's just talk about another verse, right? Romans eight twenty eight. All things work together for the good of those who love God, for those who are called according to His, you know, His His purpose, His will, His you know, the fact that we, it's not like we intentionally go out and mess things up, but I I go back to, uh, let's see, Psalm 103. He knows our frame. He knows we are just dust, and He has great compassion on us. And so, He can turn things around, and we learn, right, Holly? We learn by falling down and getting back up again. But haven't you noticed that the compassion of God is there? Not only His grace uh, catches us. I mean, that's that's obvious, but it's also that great goodness and compassion that he has for us. You've experienced this, haven't you? Yes, I have. I do want to say one thing that I hope that other women can learn. I mean, first of all, we need to trust God and who we marry first. Mm-hmm. But then if we do mess up, we need to continue trusting him and not try to jump back on our own, trusting our own way or lawyers or anything like that. We just need to always focus on him. And I just Hope other people don't go through what I went through and put my other children through. So, wow. Holly, thank, thank you, you so much that. for sharing. You see, as a community yeah. here, when we share our God stories, we all learn from each other, we grow, and God is glorified. Thank you for taking some time to listen to this episode of the Curtain Cape Mornings podcast. We always welcome a review with your thoughts and comments, and please feel free to subscribe and follow us as well. Let's go to Sefner and Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Welcome to the conversation. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Doing fantastic. Thanks for picking uh, up the phone and, and calling us. What's your story? Yeah, uh, my story's been going on for three years. Um, I have a daughter who became an addict. She lost her husband, her home, her children, uh, rock bottom. And for two and a half years, I was her enabler. Um, I thought I was doing what was best, and I was praying. You know, God showed me what I need to do, what I need to do, and I would give it to Him, and then I would take it back, and I would give it to Him, and I would take it back. And I was just tired and weary, um, but she never got better. And she finally went to jail, and when she went to jail, it was horrible, but I had a peace in my life because I knew I didn't have to do anything for her while she was there because I couldn't. Right. Um, during that time, I just kept praying and praying. And I think, I, well, I don't think, I know, I, I totally gave it to God. I said, this is the peace that you want me to have, knowing that she's being taken care of. And I, there's nothing I need to do. Uh, it's all in your hands. And she got out of jail um, in June. I mean, I'm sorry, in February. Um, and she wanted me to, you know, bring the money up to buy her a place to stay and uh, do it her way. And I, I said, no, I can't. That you have got to stop depending on me and your dad and those around you and start depending on the Lord. Hmm. Um, she was a little angry with me, but the Lord has placed her in a home with a Christian man that she admires and and likes and you know, I just pray that he's maybe he's the one that's going to bring her to an understanding of of who God is and who she is in him. Yes. Yes. Sometimes God uses other people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of times he does, you know, and, and that's what we pray for. Lord, please 
uh, bring your people into the life, life or lives of the people that we're praying for. Um, you know, maybe it's our kids, grandkids. It's tough being a parent sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really tough. You talk about trusting in the Lord. Uh, just be a parent, and that will uh, that will give you plenty of challenges to do that, right? <laughs> For sure. Yes. All right. Thanks, Lisa. We appreciate you. Jib Jab Carol's with us. Yay, Hi, Jib Jab Carol. Welcome back. Thank you. Good morning to two people that I hold in the highest regard. Thank you so much Aww, for taking my call you. today. <laughs> it's oh, great yeah. to hear your voice. What's your story? Well, I have many, but the one I'm going to tell you about today um, is I never told you all, but I'm a birth mother. And I became a birth mother in 1990. And um, I've been trusting God about the entire situation. He, 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 I don't want to say he forced me to trust him, but he gave me that peace. Mm. And this is what you're going to do. And just trust me on it. And I'm thankful to say that I have in this particular area in my life. And 33 years later, I was contacted. I have seen her a few times along the years, but she contacted me herself and invited me to meet her husband and her three beautiful children not too long ago. Oh, oh I love that story. <laughs> that I, is beautiful. I always, wow. I always said, and I even said in a, a letter that her parents had me write to her many years ago, that I'm trusting God, and if, if I don't get to, to spend any time with you here on this earth, I know I'm going to spend eternity in heaven with you, and that's, that's, enough, that's more than enough for me. Wow. Mm. Carol, thank you for sharing that with us. Love that story. Thank you. We've known Carol for a long time. And uh, she has never shared that with us. No. You know? What a great story. That's so special. I love that. (laughs) The power of God, man. When you listen and do, he he will fix things. Yeah. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Mm -hmm. He is good. He is for you, follower of Jesus. He is not against you. He is for you. He loves you. He is kind. He is compassionate. Go to Anonymous in Lithia this morning. Hi, Anonymous. Good morning to you. Thanks for your patience. Hi, thank you for taking my call. I've been in prayer that um, he may speak through me as I share my story, that it may help others. But um, 13 years ago, uh, after my children were born or uh, grown, I wound up, well, about, about 16 years ago, I wound up starting drinking wine. I was a, a Christian. And I'd have a few glasses at night, and then that built up until I was an absolute alcoholic. I would drink every night until I literally blacked out. And uh, my my conscience of that was so burdened. And every morning I would pray, Lord, please help me not to drink tonight. And as soon as I was off work, I would drink. And this kept on and gone. And as that was happening, I just felt more and more and more of going into a pit and being more and more disgusting to God and to Jesus. And I reached the point where I felt that, um, you know, I wasn't worthy to be alive, that God, you know, didn't want me to be here as that testimony I was sharing. And I reached a point where I took my husband's uh, rifle, I put it in my mouth and, uh, as I was reaching for the trigger, I just thought for a moment, because I have a wonderful relationship with my husband, he was at work, that I didn't want him to come home to that, that, that uh, he didn't deserve that. So I would find another way to uh, take care of that. But I couldn't uncock the gun. And he came home and saw that, and he knew the deep pain I was in. And, and I shared with him that, yeah, 
I need to die. I'm, I'm going to kill myself. And he got me admitted into a psychiatric ward. And I was telling counselors, yes, you know, uh, I'll stay here, but I will kill myself. I can aspirate on a hot dog. I'll do something because I don't deserve to, to, to live. God, you know, doesn't want me to live anymore like this. And I got in my room after, you know, all sorts of uh, counseling things and admission process. And it was late at night. And I was laying there and I cried out to God from the pit of my being. And he, it feels like in my memory, he picked me up. And he instantaneously wrapped me in his love. And from that moment, today, I've never even thought about another glass of wine. I've, I've only thought about how God's love is so great and so awesome. And in my stay in my psychiatric place, <laughs> mandatory five days, I spent that time just sharing God's love with everybody. I mean, I was a new person within that second of him coming to me. And I spend my time just praying with all these poor people that were just seeing no other way in life. And, and from that day forward, I've been sharing God's love. And I, I feel for those people that are just in the deepest pit of their life. And when you think you have nowhere to go, and you can go to God. God will miraculously pick you up and hold you. And I, I hold to the verses, uh, Lamentations 3, verse 55 through 57. But I called on your name, Lord, from the deep within the pit. You heard me when I cried. Listen to my pleading. Hear my cry for help. Yes, you came when I called. You told me, do not fear. And um, it's been such an incredible life. And I, I so want to reach out and try to reach out to those that just feel there's no hope because there is hope in Jesus and God. Hmm. Amen. What Amen. a wonderful story. Oh. Anonymous, thank you so much thank for you. sharing that. You've with helped us. somebody today. I know you have. May the Lord touch your heart as you trust in Him. He sees you. He wants to heal you. He's right next to you. Thanks for listening to Curtain Cape Mornings Podcast. Please take a minute to follow, subscribe, and review us. And no matter where in the world you are, you can listen to us live from 6 to 9 a.m. weekdays on the Moody Radio app.